Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Time now for EEI Late Night with Mark Dondero. All right, welcome to WEI Late Night. I'm Mark Dondero. Alongside uh, Justin's behind the glass. Justin, how are you tonight? I'm frustrated, Mark. <laughs> this Celtics team's killing me. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, the uh, so if you haven't heard, the Celtics, they, they dropped one tonight. You know, they, they lost the game. That's not a shock. They lost to the, uh, the Clips. The Clippers, not Kawhi Leonard's Clippers. You know, not Paul George's Clippers. Not those guys. But they lost to a uh, you know a Clippers team, who and who was the big guy that you know really popped, went went off for the Clippers a little bit tonight. Who was that? Was that Marcus Morris? Why does that name sound familiar? Marcus Morris Senior. Oh, that's right. He was on the Celtics. Marcus Morris Senior, twenty three points. That's, you know, not a crazy game, but started hot. I think he was six for seven to start the game. Uh, but the headline here is the Boston Celtics, and I had to look at this seven times. Three point. Field goal percentage in this game. Okay. Four for 42. That's good for 9.5%. The Celtics right now are becoming the Tom Brady of the NBA in a negative way. And what I mean is Tom Brady over the course of the last however many years has never ceased to amaze us. All the unbelievable things he does, the way he wins, all the accomplishments, the records. He comes back 28-3. to He's going to be MVP at 45. He wins the MVP at 40. You know, he, he wins the Super Bowl first year in Tampa. He sets the record here. He wins this. It's just amazing how many things he does. That's what we're dealing with right now with the Boston Celtics. It is amazing how many ways they find to lose. I mean, how they lose games is just stunningly elite right now. They can do it in any which way. They're finding new ways to lose. I mean, tonight, all they had to do was not shoot 10% from three. I didn't even know that was possible. Has that ever happened before in an NBA game? Somebody check the stats. I has 9%, 9.5 from three. I mean, listen to some of this. Where are the Celtics? Al Horford 0 for 7 from three. Robert Williams didn't take a three. Good for him. Peyton Pritchard 0 for 5 from three. Jalen Brown 1 for 13 from three. Sad. Romeo Langford 0 for 3. Grant Williams is two for three. Hooray. Richardson, 0 for 5. Thomas, I don't even know who Thomas is. 0 for 3. I, four for 42 from three. I will never forget this night for the rest of my career. This I Tonight was the night I hosted a radio show after the Celtics went four for 42. It's going to go on my resume. Um, You know, I, I and I get, look, Jalen Brown was trying. He was trying. He just sucked. So, I, you know, I like to give his head the benefit of the doubt. Like, I think his head was in the right place. He was trying to score. He was trying to, you know, be the guy. He was trying to take over. I mean, it was a close game all the way until the final, what, 48 seconds? The Celtics were in it. I mean, it was a couple, one possession game, three possession. They were right there. And Jalen Brown was trying to do something productive. He was trying. He just couldn't do it. I mean, one for 13. Fourth quarter number is pretty ugly as well. Um, seven for 30 field goals in the fourth quarter. Celts. Seas. 
One for 18 from three. If you want to chime in on this game or if you're coming from the game, give me a call if you're coming from this game. 617-779-7937. I mean, what do you do? What do you say? I didn't know this was possible. You know, we know the Celtics, you know, they don't have the you know the best talent and you know, they lack shooting and guys are out with COVID. Jason Tatum obviously didn't play, but the Clippers, they didn't have their two best guys. And you go four for 42. I, I didn't know that was possible. And you dominated points in the paint. You dominated some statistical categories, but you still found a way to lose because you shot 9.5% from three. 9.5. You know, I said last night we were on the air, and I said, you know, I don't even know at this point what you say about the Celtics because they are what they are. Um, and, you know, I thought when it'd be worth talking about, you know, going in depth with some other stuff, it was it was because, hey, the Celtics have sort of reemerged and they figured out a new, you know, the new Celtics have emerged and they they developed a new style. They Something new happened, something that allowed them to turn a corner. But that, it was supposed to be positive. It wasn't supposed to be finding new, unbelievably interesting ways of, 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 of losing, of, of four for 42. I, I don't know what you do. And here's the other problem. And this is what we were talking about. We've talk, I've talked about this, and this was on full display tonight, okay? It's a talent issue. So what do you want to do? You want to bring in a new, a new guy, a couple new players that can really up the level of talent? You want to do that? All right, let's do that. Okay, because you know who I would have wanted if I was watching the game tonight who isn't on the Celtics? I would have wanted Marcus Morris. Why not? 23 points. Didn't shoot well from three, so he could have joined the party there, but he had a good game. 23 points, 10 boards. It's a a solid game. He got the Clippers off to a fast start and had a good game. Oh, by the way, you remember, I don't even have to say it, Marcus Morris, he played for the Celtics for two years. Okay, he played with Jason Tatum. He played with Jalen Brown. They did nothing. It was the same thing. It was the same frustrations that we're feeling now. So that is why I don't I'm not sure that just switching up the chairs or, you know, taking this guy out and bringing this guy in is going to do it. I'm just not sure. I like Jalen Brown. I like Jason Tatum as players, but I don't know if this culture is going to ever allow them to be at their best or to achieve the things that we thought or think or thought that they were capable of achieving. I don't know if that's going to happen because they have had guys alongside Brown and Tatum. They were really young, but Marcus Morris has been here. Like I said last night, Kemba Walker, starting point guard on the East All-Star team, was here with them. Nothing changed. You had Gordon Hayward. Then it became... How many guys are going to be able to touch the ball? There's only one ball. How are we going to get all these players to fit? Outside of a transcendent superstar coming here, I don't know what you're going to do. So that's why I have said crazy things about how the Celtics could maybe fix what they're tr- what's wrong. I don't even know what the answer is. And the problem is, Ime Udoka has no clue. Okay, he can't even figure out why they get off to slow starts or why they're struggling here or why this combination doesn't work. He's admitted it. How are we? He's not even into, I mean, I don't want to say he's out of sorts. He doesn't know what's going on with his own guys, but he's not, he's not, it's so early, but he is not being a part of any type of solution whatsoever. It's just not happening. You got to give him time. I mean, I, you got to give him time. It's not even halfway through his first year. But, you know, this is just, it's incredible the way they're finding opportunities and avenues to losses. And then tonight they go four for 42 from three. Four threes. Shot 11 free throws. This is why, and you can tell me if you disagree or if you think some drastic change should be made. And if you do, I don't know what else is out there. 
because a big-time free agent probably isn't coming here. This is the NBA. A big-time free agent probably not coming to Boston. If you're going to go get somebody else, you're going to have to trade somebody. I don't know who's out there to trade. I mean, maybe you want to shake it up. The chances you're going to get a better combination uh, than Brown and Tatum, probably not great because they're two really good players. Now, maybe you think somebody will compliment Jason Tatum better than Jalen Brown. I don't know. Jalen Brown, overall, he's pretty long. He's pretty good defensively. He can score, not tonight, one for 13. But, you know, I that's a guy you don't want to have to be the man. That's supposed to be Jason Tatum. That's why I still think the Celtics' best bet, just because I don't think they're going to be able to get anybody else who's more talented than those two guys, I still think their best bet is to try to make it work with them. How you do that, I don't know. Ime Udoka doesn't know. I don't know. I have theories. You know, maybe, I don't know, stop shooting threes. Stop shooting threes and try to focus on points in the paint. You know, I think that would be a good place to start. Now, obviously, I could be, you could tell me I'm prisoner of the moment tonight, and I am. But I thought of this early in the game, before they were 4 for 42, because they were winning the battle, uh, the game early, and they were winning in the paint early. You know, tonight in the paint, they had an advantage, 54-26 points in the paint. If you do that, if you focus on that, I'm trying to offer a solution here. If you focus on that, that could change the dynamic of your team. It could change the mentality of your team. If you're not just a jump-shooting team, you know, jump-shooting teams, teams that live and die by the jump shot, are often viewed as softer, you know? They're not as tough. They don't go to the rim. They're not as... They're not as willing to be physical. Maybe, because the Celtics, as good as Tatum is, you know, they've got some, Brown can shoot threes. They're not the Warriors. This isn't the Splash Brothers, the greatest shooters that we've ever seen. Curry and Thompson in this combination, the best backcourt shooting duo of all time. They're not that. I don't know. Maybe you try to focus on going to the paint. Establish a rule. Just do that. I mean, it's so bad right now. I mean, don't tell me I'm ridiculous. You should be trying. Ime Udoka has no clue what he's going, what's going on right now. You have to find something that's different, something that could change it up. And if, if that's what it might be, focusing your offense inside the three-point arc, may, forget about not just missing as many threes. Like I said, maybe it changes the dynamic. Maybe slowly you could become a tougher team because you're not just a jump-shooting team that hangs their head and loses if the shots aren't falling. You'll have more than 11 free throws. You can try to masquerade, at least initially, as a tougher team. Maybe that helps your defense. Maybe that helps your overall demeanor, your psyche. It's bad right now. It's been bad, really, since the bubble. Why not do something? You've got to do something else. And I don't care if it's ridiculous, if it sounds ridiculous. Do something else. Because this is just, it's becoming laughable, 4 for 42. These types of nights, I mean, you're playing these ga- I never dreamed we'd be in games like this with the, with the Clippers who are severely undermanned, and you're, you don't think there's any way, shape, or form that you're going to be able to win the game. When that game went down to, to the wire in the fourth quarter, I had absolutely no confidence that the Celtics were going to win that game. Did you? Did you think they were going to find a way to pull that out? No way. No. You have to find something that could change up this this juju, whatever you've got going on here, because it is not working. And then, I mean, four for 42, those fourth quarter numbers, we've seen bad stretches in the fourth quarter. I guess the only good thing about tonight is they didn't choke away a huge lead. But the fourth quarter numbers, I mean, this is why you hire a coach. This is why you get... You know, you, you have practice. And that's been one of my questions this whole time. What's been going on at practice? What are the practices like? Are they intense enough? Do they have enough, you know, urgency to them? Because this just, you know, this is a where do you go from here moment. I thought that this team, you know, I thought for years that this team was ready to take the next step, was ready to go here, was ready to do this, ascend to a level that we thought Years ago that they were able, they were going to be able to ascend to. And now we're talking about maybe they have to blow it up. Maybe this is something that's not going to work. Are we going to do this? Are we going to trade one of the best guys that you've seen here in years? Or I, I, I just don't know. Because this is a, uh, 
You know, I, I want to say, too, you know, was it an effort problem? I guess you could say that if, if not attacking the basket isn't being aggressive enough. Sometime, I get it, it's the NBA. Sometimes the guy that you're guarding is just better offensively. Obviously, the Celtics' effort could be better. Defensively, offensively, attacking the rim, overall aggressiveness, you know, closing out on three-point shooters. They still do that. They still, it doesn't look right. I, you know, maybe you find a, a tape of a college game. And you look at how those guys defend. I know this is the NBA, but bring them back to basics. Try to tap into some of that. I mean, I don't know how many. Most of them play They can't go to the NBA from high school anymore. Try to tap into the urgency of a college game, a, a March Madness game. And watch how some of those kids play defense and how nobody seemingly can get off an open shot. I don't know how you fix this, but I'm telling you, I don't think it's just getting new guys or reshuffling the roster or bringing in some new role players because I know that's the convenient place to go, but I don't think that's the problem. Something has infiltrated the culture of this team, and it's happened. It happened a while ago, and they cannot get away from it. They can't escape it, and I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's Jason Tatum. I don't know if it's the culture that he's sort of created through his, um, you know, I don't want to call it, he doesn't put forth a lackluster effort, but he's not a very intense personality, and that's okay. You, I mean, you can win without being an intense personality. Kawhi Leonard's not an intense personality, but something's wrong, and you have to look first and foremost at the best player, even before the coach. If you don't do that in the NBA, I think you're off base. And the Celtics, they are not, since Tatum has become the man, these problems have start, they they arose and then they've gotten worse, and now here we are. Because it's been a long time since that bubble, and they've basically been a 500 team since, and they're not going anywhere fast, and now we're talking about blowing up the team and calling it quits on the season. I mean, we're almost to the point where it's, is this a lost season? That question and that conversation is going to be had. But, I mean, just watching the game and watching shot after shot after shot just clang off that rim and seeing the game slip away once again. I mean, I've never been so fired up on the radio with so little to say because it's just, we've talked about it and you've talked about it. And the only thing I can say is you have to do something to change the dynamic. And I don't think it's with the players. I don't. Jeff Teague was here last year. You know, they, they've had guys in, out, new guys, old guys, bringing guys back. New, you know, what are you going to do, bring back IT? I keep hearing that. We keep updating IT. IT signed with the Dallas Mavericks. He'd probably help you not go four for 42, but that's not the answer, obviously. And Danny Andrews' right to trade IT for Kyrie Irving. As, as awful as the Irving experience was, it was the right move at the time. So that's not the answer. You know, bringing Kevin Garnett back off a, in a 10-day contract, which I brought up the other day, everybody crushed me. Rightfully so, it's ridiculous. But again, I don't know what the answer is. But I just can't believe... We keep watching this team night in and night out. It's just like, how are they going to lose tonight? You're almost fascinated and captivated by how they are losing games. I don't even remember this. I mean, maybe I should remember this, but I don't even remember this in the 90s. You know, it was just misery. I I don't remember being captivated by how are they going to find a way to blow it tonight. It's it's a fact. They're they're making an art of it. Fascinating. 617-779-7937. 617-779-7937. 617-779-7937. I mean, one for 13 from three for Jalen Brown. He's better than that. I mean, obviously, you know, obviously. And one of the threes was from Thomas. Um, Broderick Thomas. And it was right before the end of the first quarter, I think. He was like in transition, just kind of jacked it up. 
wasn't even off a set play. It wasn't executing good offense. He jacked it up and it went in. That was one of the four threes they hit tonight. It, you know, this team, we I had kind of put them at, if they can make the finals, that's success. You know, based on where they've been. Now, obviously, that bar has been lowered after the last few years. But I wanted them to try to make the finals. You know, that was sort of where I viewed this team. You have two really good players. Two top, what, 25 players in the league? Top 30 players in the league? You supplement them. They've tried to supplement them. They should be able to make the finals, take that next step. The fact now that they're taking steps backwards, that's inexplicable. That is not what I, and that's not supposed to be, honestly, what the NBA is. It's not. The NBA is supposed to be predictable from the standpoint that if you have talent and you add to that talent, you don't go down. Now, maybe the Celtics haven't added to the talent or didn't add to the talent this year, but they've done it in the past. You know, Kemba Walker, that was adding to the talent. You don't go backwards. Not in the NBA. You know, not outside of a a catastrophic Gordon Hayward-type injury to one of your best players, the best player. You don't go backwards. Maybe you don't fulfill your potential. You don't start going backwards. The Celtics, since they were in the Eastern Conference Finals in the bubble, they've gone backwards. That is not how the NBA works. You know, the Lakers are going backwards because they're old and they don't play. You know, LeBron can't do what he used to do in terms of winning games and impacting winning. You know, the Nets, they've been injured last year. The Nets are injured. They didn't fulfill their potential. They're not going backwards, though. Kyrie Irving is not going to play. COVID, he's back. He's part-time. Whatever. They're not going backwards. You know, the Warriors went backwards because they had significant injuries. Steph Curry was out last year for a huge stretch of time. Klay Thompson's been out for two years almost. They, you know, they have a reason. The Celtics, with where Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum were and now are in their careers, the fact that they are going backwards is just so stunningly bad and just demoralizing to a passionate fan base, and every time I watch the Celtics, give the fans credit, give them credit, It's a great, it feels like an electric environment and atmosphere. Every time I watch, they're on a bad losing streak, they come off a bad road trip, they come back, the garden looks like it's rocking. Now, I haven't been to a game this year, but it's every time I feel like they're juiced up, they're ready to go, they enjoy watching this team until they don't. Because the team is so frustrating, it's unwatchable most of the time. And and tonight, in particular, absolutely unwatchable. You could not watch them continue to throw up three-pointer after three-pointer and a miss. Four for 42 from three. Breaking news if you haven't heard. Celtics, four for 42. That's 9.5% from three tonight. Seven for 30 field goal percentage. Seven for 30 on field goals in the fourth quarter. One of 18 from three in the fourth quarter. They suck in the fourth quarter. They suck during winning time. They suck overall because they are now below 500. And we're the, the season is, you know, a couple losses away from having, we're going to be having different conversations. And I just can't believe that. I, I just can't believe what happened. I mean, all these analysts, I'm watching Kendrick Perkins, he's on the TV. What's he saying? What do you say? What is Ime Udoka saying? What do you say? Is this one of the, you just laugh it off, you bury the ball? That works when you kind of, you know, win. When Bill Belichick, he buried the ball after the whatever game, the Miami game 15, 20 years ago. Well, that's because they win. The, The Patriots were winning. You can't do stuff like that when you're not winning. And now... Not only are they not winning, it's becoming an embarrassment. But I still don't think you find a better combination than Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum talent-wise. That that might be the most confusing, maddening part of this whole thing. I still don't think you find... I still don't think, because you're the Boston Celtics and free agents and, and big-time playmaking free agents don't want to come here and trading for a guy is tough, I still don't think you find a better combination talent-wise than those two. You know, if you want to take the take the chance and roll the dice and try to fix the culture by removing one of them, if you've identified a problem, I mean, somebody in there, can you identify a problem? 
I know the beat writers, they're not allowed to go into the, into the locker room anymore. Maybe we'd have more answers if they did that. Maybe we'd know a little bit more. Maybe we'd hear about the whispers of what's going on and who doesn't like whom and what's, who is at the core of the problems. You know, we don't get that information. I don't think I'm comfortable, though, getting rid of one of those guys. I know what the NBA is about. The NBA is about talent. That's what it's about. But at the same time, this is unwatchable and it's not working and they're going backwards. So it's it's just an unbelievable catch twenty two. If you're gonna you're gonna remove one of the top guys that you have, or you're gonna just let them go backwards and not do anything about it and not find out, not figure out how you're gonna fix it. I don't know. It's been a long time. They have not gotten it fixed. A couple head coaches, Danny Ainge out the door, Brad Stevens, he moves up. You got Ime Odoka, you bring guys in, there's new assistants. I don't know what they're gonna do. I don't know what they're gonna do. Maybe some of these callers that are on the line will have an idea. Let's get it trending. And when we get back, we'll take some of these calls. I see you, Kevin, Craig. Uh, we'll talk about the Celtics. Uh, Celtics, 40. Check that four for 42 from three. Let's get it trending. The Greg Hill Show, morning 6 to 10. Now here's what's trending on WEI. Trending now on WEI and WEI.com. The Celtics, well, they lost their third straight game tonight as they fell to the Clippers 91-82. to the Celtics shot just four from 42 from three and put up just 82 points on 101 shots. The Seas are now 16-19 and 19 on the season and have a date with the reigning Western Conference champion Phoenix Suns coming up Friday at 1 o'clock. The Suns, well, they sit at 26-7 and seven on the season. For the Patriots, Ramondre Stevenson returned to practice today after being on the COVID reserve list, but the Patriots were still without Nelson Aguilar as he remains in concussion protocol. The Pats were also missing Matthew Judon, Jawan Bentley, Brian Hoyer, Brandon King, and Josh Uche as they remain in COVID protocols. The Jaguars, their COVID outbreak continues as they place Cam Robinson, Jaden Mickens, and Dylan Morse on the COVID list. That is now 16 Jaguars on the list before Sunday's game against the Patriots. Both the NBA and the NHL have adopted the new CDC guidelines that will lessen the quarantine period for players and coaches from 10 days to 5 days. This includes asymptomatic, unvaccinated players. Aaron Rodgers told the media at his press conference today that he is not ruling out the possibility of retiring after the 2021 season. And finally, former Celtics guard Isaiah Thomas, boy, they could have used his help tonight, has signed a 10-day hardship deal with the Dallas Mavericks. IT will be in uniform tonight as the Mavs take on the Kings. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We're right back to EEI Late Night with Mark Dondero on EEI. All right, back here on WEI Late Night, 617-779-7937. The Celtics lost to the Clippers tonight. An undermanned Celtics team lost to an undermanned Clippers team, 91-82. Celtics took, we have a texter who pointed this out, Celtics took 20 more shots and lost by nine. I haven't crunched the numbers. I'll trust them. It was bad. Okay, no matter how you shuffle it and slice and dice it, it was bad. Four for four, 9.5% from three. Awful. 
So it's not going to, you know, that's not going to get it done. And they just amaze you how they find ways to lose games. Let's go to the phones. Let's talk to John in the car. Let's try to get him up here. John, is that, John, are you there? Yeah, Mark, what's up? What's going on, John? All right, I, I, uh, I got to attack you a little bit here. I, I agree go. with the attack the basket because, quite honestly, one of the best plays was when Pritchard attacked the basket and threw it up and got it to Rob Williams and they cut the lead to four yeah. at the end. Uh, I mean, that, but y- you got to look at one of the most important stats tonight was who played. I mean, Brooke, Brooke Lopez got 14 minutes. He went, he took, he took three, three threes. He went one for five from the field. He played 14 minutes. Like, I never want to see slide, Sideshow Bob play more than five minutes and get to sell this game ever again, like, let alone, like, ten, like, that's the situation they're in. They also got, I mean, Sam Hauser had seven minutes tonight. These guys were playing big-time minutes in the fourth quarter. That's why the things went haywire in the fourth. You had people who, like, I just remembered were on the Celtics team last week are now getting, like, stressful big-time minutes down the stretch. So I'm, I'm a little bit patient tonight because, yeah, I did sit there and watch like people that I've never heard of before last week getting quality minutes for the Celtics. So listen, and it wasn't just the same old, same old. Okay, I appreciate it, John, and thanks for the call. But listen, okay, how does that explain one for 13 from Jalen Brown? I'm trying to be patient. I actually came in here patient. I was ready to outline more positivity. But after that, four for 42? You know, I it, my patience ran out pretty quick. And I know, I know that, I mean, Sam Hauser, one for three, Virginia. Broderick Thomas, I get it. I thought, yeah, one for five. Check that, 0 for three. That must have been a two hit at the end of the first quarter. It wasn't even a three. I know they're playing with these Joes, but... You know, I you got to be better than that. I don't care who's out there. You've got to be better than that, Al Horford 0 for 7. Peyton Pritchard 0 for 5. And he's right. That was a nice play there. Pritchard penetrating, finding Rob Williams. I love that type of stuff. I love that play. And again, the Celtic, it's not like the Celtics can't shoot threes. They can. It's just you've. I'm trying to find something that will change the dynamic of this team. Okay, and I don't think it's just moving players. I don't think it's just having a talk with Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown or the team. I don't think it's a players-only meeting or a dinner at a restaurant in the North End. I don't think any of those things. I think you have to start doing something different and try to recalibrate that way. That's the only way I see it. Let's talk to Arthur, who was at the game tonight. Arthur, how are you? Oh, hey, guys. They were handing out bricks when we left the game tonight. Seriously. But uh, I'll tell you, you know what it is, too? It's not just the personnel they had tonight. Watching all season, it is, you nailed it. It's the style of play. This young coach, he's got to either kick it out. It's only good when you have shooters. And, and we don't have consistent shooters on this team. So either they, they blow it up and change the personnel, or they figure out, I'll tell you what, one last thing, Tommy's head would have exploded, God rest his soul, if he was there. Because the whole fourth quarter, they left the paint wide open, and when they drove the three times they did, good things happened when they drove and finished instead of kicking it out for a higher percentage shot for the extra point. And not only that, thanks for the call, Arthur, not only that, they were having success in the paint, points in the paint. As I said, they dominated Essentially, they dominated that stat, that category tonight. And it's, they went away from it. 54-26 points in the paid advantage Celtics. And they lost by, what was it? Not even 10 points. 91-82. You know, I, I just think that there's something. They need to find a way to try to fix it internally. I don't think you, I mean, if you want to blow it up. You understand, and I know they're in NBA purgatory here, mired in mediocrity, and that's the worst place to be. So you can make the argument that if they blow it up, maybe they go back into the draft lottery. You know, if you want to live that life, that's fine. I don't. You want to know why? 
because we did that once. And not only did we do that, it wasn't because the Celtics were losing all these games and they were just finding ways to find. We had the, the Celtics had the picks of the, uh, as you remember, the Nets and Danny fleeced them. And how many years in a row were they in the lottery? And what did that yield you? Good players who now we're talking about not getting it done, four for 42, Tatum has issues, all the issues that we're talking about, those draft picks, those lottery picks um, didn't do it for you. So if you want to start that process over, I guess. But the NBA draft, it's not like the NFL draft. You know, there's not a stud every year. You know, it's like trying to find a quarterback. You know, these elite guys, and I still think that finding a quarterback in the NFL at the top of the NFL draft, you can more consistently do that than find a superstar at the top of the NBA draft. I, they don't come out every year. So you could be in the lottery a couple times. You could be at the top of the draft one time. Doesn't mean you're going to get LeBron James. Doesn't mean you're going to get the best, you know, this transcendent talent who's going to be, who's destined to be a superstar. So if you want to blow it up, good luck. You know, I, I they need to make changes. They need to make changes. But I don't know if blowing it up is the answer. Because you got two guys, talent-wise, who can get it done. They're two of the best players in the Eastern Conference, top 30 guys in the league. I am uncomfortable moving on from either of them. You know, unless you can get... Obviously, there's a package out there that I would be okay with. I don't know what that would be realistically. But... There's something out there. I don't know if it would happen, but you could talk to me about it. You know, you could put it in the video game, NBA 2K. I just think I'm I'm nervous doing that. I think you have to exhaust everything to try to fix this team because they have shown signs of progress. They've made it to the conference finals. They've won playoff series. They're not starting from scratch. You've just got to find what it is. And I don't know who's there to do that. I don't know if Eme can do that. Brad Stevens sure as hell hasn't been able to figure out how to do that. I just, I'd like for them to try a little bit harder, a little bit longer, and then see what happens. Because I still think, I believe in those guys. I still like their demeanor. I don't think they're, you know, I don't think they're bad guys, bad locker room guys. I don't think. We've heard rumblings. Guys don't get along. I don't know. I just think it's too hard to get back to this spot with the level of talent they have. I don't know how you re. I don't know how you find that again. Let's talk to Paul in Westfield. Paul, how's it going? Well, Mark, I'll tell you, it's not going too good. <laughs> like you said, let's see how we can lose the game. Well, let's look at the other night against Washington. We're up by nineteen. It's down to about twelve seconds. Down by three. Let's put up a two. What a pencil neck geek puke platter. They need three. They go for two with less than 10 seconds. That's how you lose. And what did they do tonight? Again, can't make the ocean from the dock. Can't hit the broad side of the barn. You know why, Mark? Because they're playing hero ball. Look at me. Look at me. They don't spread the floor. They don't create an opening. They don't take the best shot. They take the me shot. And that's not a team. Can you believe this team took LeBron to seven three or four years ago? And as a, as a young rookies with nothing expected, now they're mature and they're worse. This is not happening. This is not going to continue. They make me sick. Great call, Paul. I appreciate it. Listen, okay. Now, first on his point, yes, they took LeBron to seven. It feels unbelievable at this point, but I'll tell you why they were able to do that. Okay, the reason they did that was because that team. If correct me if I'm wrong, Justin, that was Jason Tatum's rookie year, correct? Yes, it was. So that means Jason Tatum had yet to infuse this team with whatever culture he has created. Okay, and I hate to put it all on him, but he's the best player. He's the most talented guy. At that point, what you had was a team that was established. They had a culture. Whether you liked it or not, that was Kyrie. I think that was his first year. So, and he, you know... They hadn't really realized what kind of an asshat he was, I guess, yet, you could say. What I'm trying to say is that culture had been established. They were a certain team. Tatum came in and added something on the court, on the floor. Offensively, he was making shots. He was able to produce for them. And you could look at this rookie and be like, hey, this guy, we got something here. All right, we need this. We, You know, a guy that can come off the bench or whatever he was doing then, 
and score and fill it up like that? The problem is when you see all that potential, then, you know, your responsibilities grow. And the best player is the one who creates the culture. And it became clear pretty quickly that Jason Tatum was the best player. And look at what the Celtics have morphed into. That's the reality. And that's why I'm trying to find ways because he's so talented and because it's so hard to find talent, especially get it to Boston, getting those pe- those types of players to Boston. I'd like for them to try to do whatever they can to work this out and figure this out and to change the dynamic of the team. I mean, to the to the Paul's call. We just have we said it yesterday. I mean, Justin last night was playing. What were you playing? The what was that? The Greg Monroe sound? Yes, Greg Monroe literally saying that he didn't know his teammates the other night. This is becoming an art form. I mean, last night we're playing the Greg Monroe sound, talking about he had no. This guy played great, and I had no clue who he was because the Celtics lost from the other night, two night, whenever they lost to Minnesota. So there was that. So we laughed about that, and we dealt with that. And then, now we're talking about four for forty-two from three, one for thirteen from Jalen Brown. 9.5% from three. It's just a crazy, crazy world that the Celtics are playing in right now, literally and figuratively. And I just think the only thing you can do is try to put your head down and figure it out from within. I, I think that's the I think that's what you do. I certainly don't think just bringing in new players is going to help. Now, maybe... You could bring in the guy that could really change the culture, really get in someone's ass about what they do at practice. I don't know who that is in the league right now. Draymond Green, you know, that's not realistic. I don't know how you find a guy that's, you know, has a good, a, enough level of skill and leadership that can come in, not having been here, and fix the whole thing. I don't know what player is out there that could do that. So I don't think you could just, let's just change up the roster and add this guy and change that. That's not going to work. Like I said, Marcus Morris, he was on this team. He had a great game tonight. Big reason the Clippers won. He was on this team. Celtics didn't, you know, they didn't take that next step when he was here. They've had veterans. They have young guys. I mean, Aaron Neesmith, he was supposed to be the best shooter in the draft. He wasn't in there tonight. Where is that production? Have they gone to greater heights because they drafted him in the first round? No. So I don't think it's about changing who you have around Tatum and Brown. I think whoever you bring in to put around them will still see these same problems. That's what I think. Now, if you want to blow it up, that's a viable option, but I'm not comfortable going after new talent because I don't think you're going to be able to find talent at the level. And these guys with the their ages, I don't think you're going to have the success you might hope to have if you move on from one of them. I don't. And this was actually just tweeted out by ESPN Stats. Jalen Brown had eight potential assists tonight. That's tied for the most by any player who didn't record an assist in a game this season. No assists for Jalen Brown. Now, again, not good. But I will. the reason I'm not going to destroy, ultimately, mercilessly destroy him for that is just because towards the end of the game, at least, I'm talking about the end of the game, it looked to me like he was trying to will it looked like he was trying to will the Celtics to victory. Now he was doing a horrible job of it, but he was it was at least him trying. That's what I saw. Maybe I'm wrong. Um you know, and I it's not like I thought he was being a ball hog, but it looked like he was trying to will the team. It looked like he said, "I'm the best player. I need to make this happen." and just couldn't do it. Not like these things wouldn't be a problem. If Brown was able to win the game tonight, these problems would still exist. This just made it even more explosive. 617-779-7937 if you want to talk about the Celtics. We're going to get to the Patriots. I have a couple points on the Patriots here. Um, and we're going to, you know, we're going to, we're going to talk about the Patriots a little bit um, when we get back. Because I want to talk about the game against the Jaguars that's coming up. But another thing hit me today. And it really sent a chill down my spine, to be honest with you. Do you know who the New England Patriots want to be? Wait until you hear that. I'm Mark Dundare. This is WEI Late Night. Baseball is back. 
and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. More of what you want to hear. EEI Late Night with Mark Dondero on EEI. Matt Mac is facing the toughest of the tough. Northeast, long season, uh, starting rookie from the get-go. You don't have a lot of what we call top-shelf weapons that you can trust yet. You're still learning a system. You're a playoff-caliber team. You've got a, an intense offense, and they're counting on you. Imagine being a rookie quarterback, and you, you're, you're lacking weapons. And in truth, if you don't play solid football, then the defense has to keep having out-of-body experiences. All right, back here on WEI Late Night. 617-779-7937. I'm sorry. That was Sean Salisbury talking about the Patriots, but I cannot stop staring at this 9.5% on the box score on ESPN.com. I, I've never seen anything like it. It's just such a small, little, minuscule number. Celtics lost tonight. Um, so that was Sean Salisbury on Mac Jones. Yeah, I thought that was pretty well put. It's all on him. Um, I wonder if, you, if the guys are on with Mac... I wonder if he's been asked this. He's on the, what's he on with, Lou and uh, Christian? I wonder as a rookie if you'd rather have, and I'm sort of just asking this rhetorically, if you'd rather go into a situation of stability, a la Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels and competent head coaches and a good established system and a culture of winning, or would you rather go into a team with a lot of weapons? Like That'd be an interesting, he probably wouldn't answer that honestly. But I wonder how a rookie quarterback would feel as they get ready for draft day. A lot of weapons or a really good coach and system with a stable offensive coordinator and a pedigree of winning. Either way, I think going down the stretch, it's not going to be on Mac Jones. Um, You know, it's going to be on the defense. And most importantly and most of all, It's going to be on Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick is under the most pressure as we go down the home stretch of the regular season. Mac Jones will need to perform. The defense will certainly need to force a punt. Please. But it's ultimately going to be on Bill Belichick. What a great few days, huh? Patriots defense doesn't force a punt. Celtics shoot four for 42 from three. Whoo-wee. All right. We're partying now, baby. Jeez. <laughs> but Bill Belichick is the one. Bill Belichick is the greatest head coach of all time. That's what the resume says. That's what I think. And he needs to show that greatness as we go down the stretch here. This is what it's all about for Bill Belichick. And he knows it. And I don't have to say it. But this is what it's all about for Bill. You know, all the talk, all the chatter, the rhetoric about Tom Brady, and he won last year, and now, you know, we've seen the articles, the articles were written, now it's Bill's turn to respond, and this and that, and Bill's going to, you know, he loaded up, he had this awesome run of free agents, come sign on with the Patriots. This is Bill's response. Well, this is where he makes his, this is where the response happens right now. Couple bad losses, you know, the, the teams in question, are they contenders? Are they pretenders? And I'll have the answer to that. We're going to hear about that a little bit later. But this is where Bill Belichick's greatness needs to shine through. He has to win the Patriots these last two games. I think he'd be able to beat Jacksonville. He then has to beat Miami in a very difficult spot. That is going to be a very difficult game. And I think what we saw in week one was representative of this season and ultimately what we're going to see in Week 18. Miami and New England are very similar teams. They're both well-coached. They're both good, not great, with young quarterbacks that are finding their way. I would take Mac Jones over Tua, but they are very similar. That was a close game. That was the game, I believe, that Damian Harris fumbled inside the 10. Patriots had a chance to win. It was close. They ended up losing. That game, that loss still hurts. 
But this is where Bill Belichick needs to take his former protege or whatever you want to call Brian Flores, and I'm a big flow guy. I love what he's done there. Seven straight losses. I was a little shaky, but he has bounced back. I love his potential in Miami. But Bill Belichick is the greatest head coach of all time, and he has to step up and make it happen for the Patriots down the stretch and into the playoffs. Okay? And what does that mean? That means that Mac Jones should look at his best in these last two games. As they enter the playoffs, they make the playoffs, and the defense can't be the reason you lose. You know, they can't be why. They can't be not forcing a punt all game. I'm not saying they have to be lights out and dominant and shutting teams out and the Ravens in 2000. They don't have to be that. But they can't be the primary glaring reason that you lose the game. Not if you're Bill Belichick. Not if you're the coach and you're the greatest of all time, one of the best defensive minds of all time. The pressure is squarely on Bill Belichick. Mac Jones has to play better. It's not about the, you know, it's about the, Jimmy's and Joe's, not the X's and O's, and I've been saying all week, players make plays, plays don't make players, blah, 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 the slogans and all that. This is about Bill Belichick. He has to come up with something that will allow the Patriots to do what they need to do, and he has to win a game. He has to win a big game for the Patriots. It'll probably be that he did to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady. Just win it. Win the game. They have to find a way, and that includes Mac. That includes the defense. But Bill Belichick has to at least be as good as he was that night in that Tampa Bay game because he was really good in that game. The defense flummoxed Brady. I don't know how hurt he was, but for this conversation, we're going to assume that Bill Belichick confused him and had a great plan, and the defense and the team executed, and that's why that game went the way it did, and the Patriots almost won. That's what needs to happen every game down the stretch here, including if they get into the playoffs. Bill Belichick needs to be the dude. Needs to be a dude. 617-779-7937. Bill Belichick has to be the reason the Patriots win these games. Beat the Jaguars. Beat the Dolphins. Assert yourself. Announce your presence as the playoffs begin. And go from there. When we get back, I'm going to tell you the type of team that the Patriots want to be. And when this dawned on me, and it's crystal clear, I don't even think there's a debate here. I could not believe that this is actually what we're we're talking about right now because it's right on the nose. And I'm going to tell you what team they think they want to be or they're trying to be when we get back. This is WEI Late Night. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.